my Reiki queen, Nicole, Bo, Eve, Ethos, Simone, Miranda, Tanae, Nadine, Billy, Megan, I love you, Manchelle, Jamara, Faith, Erica, Brilliant Octavia, Billionaire Catalina, Cherie, Jasmine, Diane, Tamara, or Tamara, Jarita, Sweet Sophie, Joyshawn, Devana, Madrika, Billionaire Melissa, Rachel, Sharice, Jessica, Andronique, Jasmine, Billionaire Ade, Lashonda, Elizabeth, Kijana, Naomi, Victoria, Julie, Anastasia, Diamond, Stephanie, Clarissa, Christina, Courtney, Alyssa, Sophia, and Shantae. Thank you so much for allowing me to pray with you and for you. Welcome everyone else who will be listening. I am so grateful for you all, and I'm so deeply honored that you all have invited me into prayer with you. I am so deeply honored to have the privilege of hearing about your personal goals, the goals that you have for your families, for your businesses and careers, for your finances, for your bodies, and for your lives. I read through all of the prayers tonight. I, of course, started crying when I read Octavia's, as always. (laughs) You all did incredible with your prayers and petitions. I'm going to be praying on this audio, doing some installments, some releases, and then we're going to be doing a group install and removal tomorrow. Well, today, because it is now (laughs) the fourth. And um, I just wanted to create um, a prayer for anyone who was unable to join because it feels to me that we are incredibly supported um, in creating change for ourselves. And I want to be sure that anyone who is desiring a little community (laughs) support 
um, and to, to pray with me is able to at this time. Happy Aquarius full moon. We're going to be talking about prosperity on this call. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Bible, Psalms 27. I'm going to be addressing a few different concerns, uh, a few different things. They're not even really concerns because they're about to be non-existent, <laughs> but a few things that we are focusing on clearing with this prayer and this conversation. I am a fucking beast when it comes to helping people to upgrade their prosperity consciousness, to allow themselves to experience more. I'm anointing myself with some Florida water. <laughs> I am so good at it because I'm so passionate about it. I'm persistent. And I think that I communicate some of these ideas uh, in a clear enough way that it really gets through some of the so-called blockages, which are not really blockages so much as they are unexamined ideas that once examined really fall by the wayside because some of the things that we have allowed ourselves to believe simply don't make sense. <laughs> they were programmed into our minds. They were given to us. They are assumptions we've carried with us. And when we begin to challenge these assumptions, these long-held beliefs, we get free. Because as I will read um, from an excerpt from The Science of Mind, truth is freedom. So here are some of the things that I'm going to be clearing over the course of this conversation is the idea that some of your desires are vain, that there's something wrong with allowing yourself to win when so many others are suffering and struggling, that your past failures somehow come to bear on your present and future. They don't. <laughs> that it is somehow noble to struggle. That... It is somehow better to do it all yourself. Um, that is really going to be us examining this this state of unreceptivity. We're going to be clearing this unreasonable focus on effects, on circumstances and conditions. We are going to be clearing this fear of change and the assumption that whatever it is you desire and envision for yourself is going to somehow be too difficult for you, as if. <laughs> We're going to be clearing this aversion to prosperity. We're going to be clearing the doubt that you're good, that you're, the thing you desire exists. That question of does it even exist? Is it isn't even a possibility for us? We're going to be clearing the lie that you're not supported. And we're going to remove this feeling of, well, it hasn't happened yet. And lastly, this feeling of, well, I should just be grateful for what I have. All bullshit, all being removed. <laughs> Eviction notice served. So let's begin with one of my favorite scriptures 
from Psalms. It's number 27. Amplified version, my favorite. Please assume a comfortable position if you can. You can close your eyes if you feel led to. Psalm 27, a psalm of fearless trust in God, a psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the refuge and fortress of my life. Whom shall I dread? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, even in this I am confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, and that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty, the delightful loveliness and majestic grandeur of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will hide me in his shelter. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. In his tent, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious and compassionate to me and answer me. When you said, seek my face in prayer, require my presence as your greatest need, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I will seek on the authority of your word. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me nor leave me, O God of my salvation. Although my father and my mother have abandoned me, yet the Lord will take me up, adopt me as his child. Teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me on a level path. Because of my enemies who lie in wait, do not give me up to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have come against me. They breathe out violence. I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Now I'm going to be reading an excerpt from my favorite book, The Science of Mind. And this little section is called God Never Compromises. It says, in demonstrating over conditions, in demonstrating over conditions, the only inquiries we need to make are, do the things we want lend themselves to a constructive program? Do they express a more abundant life, rob no one, create no delusion and express a greater degree of livingness? If we are able to answer these questions affirmatively, then all the power in the universe is back of our program. 
If it is money, houses, automobiles, lands, stocks, bonds, dresses, shirts, or shoestrings, all of which come from the same source, there can be nothing, either in the law or in the spirit back of the law, to deny us the right to the greatest possible expression of life. Good never compromises with its opposite. The one practicing must be able to look a fact in the face and know that all manifestations are effects and can be changed by changing the mental cause. He must be able to look at the sick man who has come to him for help and know that only perfection stands before him. He must see beyond the appearance to that which is basically perfect. This will not be irrational to the one who has made a careful study of the science of mind and spirit. Truth knows no opposites. When we take away the belief in evil, the belief that the outward appearance is the same as the inner reality, evil flees. We must continually remind ourselves of the power of the word. We must continually remind ourselves of the power of the word. We must continually remind ourselves of the power of the word and of our ability to use it. We must know that truth produces freedom because truth is freedom. Our work will best be done in quiet expectancy and in calm confidence. The results rest in the eternal law of good. Ashe. You desire something for yourself and it is not of harm to you or anyone else. It's not rooted or based on deception, delusions, but it's good. It allows you to live a more expansive life, to enjoy your life, to live life more abundantly to feel better, to have a more pleasant, pleasurable, enjoyable experience. It's not in vain. It's not useless. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be you want to whiten your teeth or you want to slim down, or you really want some fancy pair of shoes (laughs) or a specific car, or you want a custom built home. That was in one of the petitions. Or you want to, or you want to open up coffee shops. (laughs) That wasn't one of the decisions. Or you want your work as an artist or as a writer or as a sex worker, a model, or as a healer, a medicine woman, 
who wild crafts her own herbs. You want to be successful in that. These desires could not possibly be vain because they're not useless. (laughs) They are extremely useful to you, even if it is because it'll make you feel better or it will put you in a position to do more of what you want to do in life, of what you would find enjoyable. Whatever you desire for yourself is a useful desire, especially if it's something that will increase your joy and your enjoyment of life. Divine Feminine really finds its power in delight, in pleasure, in enjoyment. The ability to be comfortable and relaxed helps you to be receptive. The happier you are, the more at ease you are, the more powerful you are. And the more joy you can spread in the world. Which leads me to this idea that winning is, like allowing yourself to win is not appropriate when so many other people are suffering or struggling. I want you to hear me, okay? I don't think you're suffering, you're struggling, you're playing small adds anything to the world or helps the world in any way. But you happy, self-actualized, fulfilled, satisfied, You healthy, enjoying your body, loving the skin you're in, loving your home and the work you get to do, having plenty to use for yourself and your family and to share with your loved ones and friends and whomever comes into your charge. You relaxed, joyous, expressive that adds so much fucking magic to the world a happier you more peaceful satisfied fulfilled aligned relaxed receptive in your zone in your element you is exactly what the world needs So it actually is a disservice to yourself and to all of us if you stay in the struggle, if you continue to suffer. Experiencing sympathy doesn't require you to suffer. It requires you to hold space for another person to be present for them. But all of you resourceful, magical, brilliant people, you don't just come with presence and a shoulder for people to cry on and a willingness to listen. 
you also come with resolutions. You come with an overflow of abundance to pour into other people. And you come with those things because you allow yourself to win and to succeed and to live your life beautifully and fully. The third thing is being stuck on past failures. Fuck those. Fuck that. (laughs) I hope no children are listening to me. (laughs) I did address like three children in the beginning of this um, recording, but really... Failures are lessons. Failures are not failures. They are an opportunity to examine, to inquire, to correct, to try a different approach, to improve. You still haven't given up which means you still haven't actually failed. You've regrouped. Maybe you've had to retreat, but you're still here. You're still declaring your desires, your goals, your purpose, your dreams to the creator, to the universe. You haven't quit yet. My big sister used to say, the only way to fail is to quit. And none of you have quit. So thinking that your past failures or so-called failures, because does fail, do failures even exist? (laughs) I would argue they don't. But if there were such a thing as failures, none of that matters in this present moment. It doesn't matter at all because You can change any little thing that you want to change. You can change how you approach things, how you think about things, what you try next. You haven't failed. You're persisting. You can't fail and persist at the same time. And even if failures did exist... Who gives a, who cares? Who cares? Do something different. Approach it differently. Don't ever give up. I want to jump to, does it even exist? (laughs) Because It absolutely does exist. The moment that you conceive of it in thought, it exists. It is created. The moment you begin to conceive of it in thought and desire it, it exists. It's possible. And this thought of, well, it hasn't happened yet. Yes, it has. There is this theory of time that The only time is now. There is a theory that everything that has ever happened is happening or will ever happen is happening right now in this very moment. 
right now in this very moment, you are being born. You are giving birth to your child. You are getting married. You, Harriet is fleeing to the north. <laughs> like there, you know what I mean? All of these things are happening right now. And I think that this is a very powerful spiritual idea because it makes a lot of sense for why we would go to the places where they lived or where they, they, um, where they worked, like where our ancestors and the ones who, who were here before us, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing air quotation marks when I say before, <laughs> the ones who walk with us, who exist still, the reason we're able to speak with them and feel them and access them. The reason that if you have a personal item of theirs, that there's still so much charge and power in it is because they have it too. The same thing, the same item, magical, magical thinking. It has happened. It has happened. I think that the fact that we desire certain things or that we have ideas to do certain work or to attract certain things. The fact that we have the thought in our mind to me is evidence that it exists. Where did this thought come from? Where did this desire come from? Other than we are somehow aware of the happening. Now, this thought that it's somehow noble to struggle, honey. What kind of Christian BS? <laughs> that thought is right up there with, with like, um, you know, your rewards are stored up in heaven or like, it's better to 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 be poor <laughs> like that there's a scripture about you know a rich man it would be easier for a rich man to pass through the eye of a needle than to pass through the gates of heaven it's dumb i just read from the book of psalms from david man after god's own heart i just read from that that he, we would see God, we would experience God's goodness in the land of the living. Being noble, being good has nothing at all to do with whether you struggle or not. That's your character. It's a constant. If you're noble, if you're truly noble, you won't stop being noble just because you experience greater ease in life. If, if anything, you being such an upright, righteous, noble, good person of strong character you will 
be able to express that good character and affect positive change in other people's lives with that good character when you stop struggling. Struggle involves so much time and focus. It really consumes so much of your mental resources and your genius to figure out petty little things like how to pay the phone bill or the light bill. A struggle, struggle, and when I say struggle, I'm talking about like experiencing unnecessarily great difficulty in basic things in life. There was this quote I read when I was younger. It said, um, look at the blades of grass. Nothing in nature struggles to grow. I think I definitely just botched (laughs) that quote. But it, it was saying nothing in nature struggles to grow. Look at a blade of grass. It's not struggling. I look at my garden. I just started a garden recently. And I swear every time I look at it, the plants are just bigger. They're just bigger. I don't water it. I just let the rains handle it. We got really good soil. I planted the seeds. I give them loving energy. I talk to my basil. <laughs> do y'all do that? Do y'all talk to your plants and stuff? Um, and they just grow. That's just, it's just the nature of them. They grow with ease. They move toward the light. Now let's talk about this idea of being unreceptive. This idea that you have to do it yourself. Like, like the win is more significant if no one helped you. No witch is an island, okay? You know what I'm saying? You fucking, listen, listen to me. This is going to be one of the most important things I ever say to you. You deserve to be taken care of. You deserve that shit. You deserve it. You deserve for people to favor you and pour into you and... You deserve to be rolling in riches and plenty and to have people want to do things for you and support you and have your back and help you with the children just because you're you. You deserve that shit. You deserve it. Especially the names of the people that I called, especially you all. Be receptive. You're completely worthy. Anytime someone wants to support you or help you with anything, you're completely and totally worthy. Now, focusing on the effects, you're looking at the things in your life. You're looking at the bank balance. You're looking at your body and what the appearance is right now. You're looking at the car that you're driving right now. Focusing on the effects is, it's, 
not the most powerful approach. It's hundreds of times more powerful to focus on the cause, to focus on how your thoughts become things, how your thoughts translate into new realities, new manifestations, new effects, conditions, and circumstances for you. Focus on your mind. And don't be afraid of change. Be excited about it. It's an Aquarius full moon, grain moon, the first harvest. The next one will be uh, Samhain, which is call it, or Wiccans call it Samhain. Invite change. Allow it. Because change is a constant and it's a beautiful gift. It's like, we've all heard like the analogy of the shifting tides and the, the winds and setting your sails. If change is the constant blowing of the winds, then you can explore more, see more, experience more, go to a bunch of different places because change is always happening. Instead of fearing change, harness change. And don't assume that the thing you desire is going to be too hard or be too much work. You know the saying that you, can, you can't you can eat an elephant all at once, but you can eat it one bite at a time? <laughs> I don't know why anyone would ever want to eat an elephant. But you know what I'm saying? I just thought of sh- uh, chakra bars. I feel like he would be like, what? <laughs> we don't eat elephants. <laughs> but, um... Don't assume it's too difficult. It isn't. And honestly, you've done harder things in life than succeed. So you've done harder things than, you know, do the business you are passionate about. Like there are harder things in life and you've done some of these things. You know what I'm saying? Um, Operating a business that you love, that is all your own. Meeting every challenge. You know, growing, growing your audience, sharing more of your content a day. (laughs) YouTube videos, podcasts, you know, I'm going to be on your ass. Okay. You got the right one because you're not about to just say you can start a podcast tonight. Anchor.fm. Okay. All right, or you push one button and they they spiral your podcast out to ten plus platforms. Don't play. Start. You can start making money today. Don't play with me, ma'am. Don't assume that it's difficult. Go with change. Allow that change to carry you in the direction of the things that you're manifesting. And understand that it's actually easier than you're probably assuming it is. Aversion to prosperity, very similar to the noble struggle bullshit thing. There's almost this idea that there is some type of a piety or a 
nobility to not having enough. It's, it's really weird. Um, I'm certain it's some type of a mental program. Um, and it's utterly useless. It has no place in our lives and it's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. Prosperity is harmonious relationships that work all the time, more money than you can spend. Work that is so satisfying, fulfilling, and fun for you that it's not work, it's play. (laughs) It is perfectly healthy body and a fun, enjoyable lifestyle. Allow yourself to not only experience prosperity, but to experience it lavishly, to experience it deeply. Now, this thought that we lack support, nothing could be further from the truth. Not only do you have friends, loved ones who value you, who want to see you win, want to see you succeed, want to see you joyful, but you have an expansive, unknowingly, unknowable, unknowably expansive spirit team. But you also have the full support of the universe. Two trillion galaxies in the observable universe. Big ass fucking universe. You have the full support. Employ it. Invite it. Allow it. Accept it. Receive it. Receive the support. That goes back to that um, being receptive. Because you're worthy. You're worthy of life caring for you, taking care of you, providing for you. You're worthy of that. So the last thing is, I should just be grateful for what I have. You You should definitely be grateful. You should definitely be grateful. As you're manifesting the next experience, as you are moving in the direction of your passions, your ideals, of the new thing, because life, it's constantly changing and that's beautiful. That's a blessing. 39 minutes in, let's pray. Take a deep breath. Drop your shoulders. Unclench your jaw, unfurl your brow. Untense that tummy. Relax. Soften your face, honey. Be here now. Life is easy here in the present moment where everything is happening all at once. Nothing else to do but pray with me. God is with us, fully present, ever giving of herself, withholding no good thing from us ever. We are so grateful for life. Grateful to know that God animates every cell in our bodies and we love Every cell.
in our body so deeply grateful for our lives and for the opportunity to live these lives as the current version of ourselves. We are grateful for this perspective, for these interests, values, passions, for the purpose we were created with. We are grateful. Whatever it is in us that is desiring, summoning forth, calling upon more, deeper, higher, better, more expansive, pleasurable, enjoyable experiences in life. We are grateful because that inquiry is answered in this present moment. We are grateful for our beautiful homes. We are grateful for the support in raising our children for our abundant and successful businesses, for a steadily expanding stream of customers and clientele, the perfect, ideal customers. We are grateful that we get to do the work that we love to do every day. We are grateful because we know there's literally nothing in our way. We have everything we need we have every reason to allow ourselves to succeed. We are clear now of false ideas, strange beliefs that don't support or help us at all. We let them go. We accept new beliefs now, beliefs that empower, inspire, and motivate us. We accept those beliefs that allow for a greater, more abundant experience of life, for deeply empowering, loving, and harmonious relationships, unions, friendships, and partnerships. We're grateful. Our children feel safe with us. They're perfectly cared for, wonderfully provided for. And every material resource that is required or desired is now effortlessly supplied. Everything we do in life is pleasant and easy for us now because we recognize that we are part of nature. We grow with ease. We go with change. We allow the forces of change to carry us in the directions of our desires and to easily and effortlessly unfold our desires for us. Our paths are open. Our roads are clear. We are grateful for solid marriages, faithfulness, trustworthiness, reconciliation, harmony, peace, and devotion. We are grateful now that we are able to easily <laughs> surprise our partners with 
wonderful gifts like cars. <laughs> we are grateful that our businesses launch seamlessly, smoothly, beautifully, easily, and that we are able to expand, grow, and serve in excellence. Grateful for those spirits, our beloved dead, our honorable ancestors who walk with us always. We are grateful for your choices, for your incredible sacrifices, your will to live, to survive and to thrive and to lay the foundation for us to be successful now. We succeed for ourselves, for our loved ones, and for our honorable ancestors. Our success is an honor to those who came before us and those who will come after us. We feel them powerfully now. We know that the decisions we make in these lifetimes affect them in their lifetimes. We understand that these things are happening simultaneously and that the changes we enact here and now have an immediate effect. We are grateful and take this responsibility seriously. We honor this responsibility. We honor the ways that our focus and our allowing ourselves to be great, our working on our goals, our taking up that energy after work and after taking care of the babies, Erica. <laughs> We're grateful that we embody that energy, that drive, that passion to get the work done. We make an easy transition into the work, into the homes, into the marriages, into the relationships, the friendships, the unions, the business partnerships, into the success, into the lifestyles, into the levels of incomes that we desire now. Easy, swift fun <laughs> transition. We're grateful. We're grateful. Or at least this word to law. Trusting and knowing it is made right, perfect and exact. It goes out into the atmosphere in every possible direction. It prepares the way. It opens the road. It keeps it open. It opens the doors. No man can shut them. We have everything that we need and every reason to win and succeed. We allow ourselves to succeed. We don't hold back anymore. We shine. We expand. We express ourselves. We take up space. We allow our voices to be heard. We do our work joyously. We are excellent. Everything we touch turns to gold. God, thank you. The spirit of God is our very spirit. It is the mother in us that doeth the work. We are a witness <laughs> to the work. Oh, 
what a good work it is being done through us, blessing our own lives, the lives of our children, family members, loved ones, friends, and our charges. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's a good life. The decision is made. We do the thing. We now move in the direction of the desire. And we don't allow anything to stand in our way. Let it be. Amen. Ashe. I mean, talk soon. <laughs>